It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cami Carlisle. We're very excited to jump into our community conversation for this week. Of course, in Studio A, we have our host, Cami Carlisle, and today she is joined by Christina Engdahl from Mecca. Take it away. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on this very miserable, hot Friday. Whew, we were doing good, weren't we, at the beginning of summer? Just it was the... like Colorado, Christina. What a time to have an outdoor space, too, right? when it's 100-plus <laughs> degrees outside. You know? Exactly. Well, Christina's joining us today to talk about all the fabulous brand-new parks downtown. Yes. Christina, you are the communications director for MECA. Correct. Which stands for? Metropolitan Entertainment and Convention Authority. Thank you. You're welcome. I like MECA better. It's, it rolls off the tongue a little bit easier yes. than the uh, long version. I agree. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Yeah, It does. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into Mecca. Yeah. So, um, as you mentioned, I am the director of communications for Mecca. So, that basically means I get to send all the press releases and meet with fabulous people such as yourself <laughs> to talk about what we have going on um, in all of our managed facilities. Excellent. So, big, big opening coming up, right? Yes, correct. So, now, how long has Mecca been around before we get into that? Uh, About 23 years oh, really? um, it, since its formation. Um, wow. But we actually are celebrating next month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, in September. It's still July. Um, the 20-year anniversary of CHI Health Center Omaha. So really? that building has been around for um, 20 years, about three years of construction. So Mecca was formed just at the start of that. Wow. I know. It's hard <laughs> to believe. And, you know, what we hear often is that that building does not look two decades old. And no. that has a lot to do with the reinvestment investment that um, our wonderful operations crew put into it every single day to make sure it stays clean and functional, but also that it has the latest technology and is yeah. able to accommodate modern groups that come through and all of their modern expectations and needs. So, wow. And wh- you know what? You all built it and they have been coming. And they have come. Yes, yes it's they true. Have. Well, and, and then that. on the heels of that, you know, um, we, I think just last year celebrated 10 years at what's now Charles Schwab Field, Omaha. Oh my gosh, 10 years for that too? I know. What? Which is what, so it's like, you think about what North downtown looked like 20 years ago. Yeah. And if you would have said to someone, by the way, this will be a new ballpark and new development and great new restaurants and hotels, it'd be almost hard to believe, especially given what it looked like even 25 years yeah. ago. Um, so that whole area just had has a whole new life and vibrancy breathed into it, which um, kind of you know sets up what we were able to help accomplish with a lot of great partners and a ton of teamwork um, at the Riverfront with Jean Lehimal. Yes, absolutely. And what a huge change. You're right. I've been here my whole life. Yeah. And I'm thinking even way back to like Jobbers Canyon. Yes. Like, whoa, would have never seen this. But what a gift to the yeah. city. I mean, it really is. So Jean Lee Hema opened up a year ago, was it, for the brand new? Correct. Okay. Yeah. In July of 2022, that's when we celebrated the first phase of our grand opening. Um, you know, we closed in three phases because there are three parks involved. And right. We're reopening in, in phases as well. Um, and in that time, since July of 2022, we estimate that we've seen about a million park visitors come through that. Holy moly. Um, and hosted uh, over 800 different events and um, programming in conjunction with we have great program partners around the city who've helped make that possible, but also mm-hmm. a really talented programming team who've come up with original ideas and found new activities um, and thought of all these different ways to engage our community within this new park space. That's a million people? Can you believe it? Was that happening before? Like maybe when Jean Lehimal was first? No. You know, it's hard to say uh, because it had that original design since I think the 70s. Yeah. Um, And the, the, 
it was a, it took a pretty picture. We like to say the yeah. original Jean Leahy Mall was a very pretty space, but mm-hmm. it was hard to activate because it was sloping in design. You had that lagoon in the middle. Um, so really, I know we'll talk about the redesign a lot, but the thing that I think makes the biggest change within that um, is providing all that activatable park space suddenly yeah. in the middle of the city's urban core. Oh, um, I love that. Yep. Yeah. You know, it just you have these great lawns, these great amenities, um, all these different things that people come down and can take advantage of and spend some time at yeah. versus, um, you know, coming down, snapping a pretty picture and then moving on with their day. Right. So I am embarrassed to say I have not been down there yet. I have no excuses other than so I'm So you're a not among hermit. the million people. Yes. <laughs> not yet. But <laughs> maybe time. this year. We're going to get you down there, Cammie. Yeah. But I heard, is this true? There's hammocks and there's uh, yes. fire pits? Yes. There's what? hammocks. There's fire pits. Um, there's the performance pavilion. is like smack in the middle cool. of the whole thing. Um, there's also, a, we did keep the presence of water. So we have a pond and a oh, cove. Okay. Um, and the cove is funny because it's like this little cutout where folks who live, work, commute downtown have purchased motorized um, boats, like oh, remote control boats, oh, cool. uh, that they drive around the pond and have, you know, <laughs> boat wars. Uh, I love it. Which is, you know, it's fun to see because part of the goal with the project, too, was to try to help, um, you know, create uh, community groups within the yeah. city. So, you know, these people found each other um, with this common interest of, I guess, remote control boats in this instance. Right. Um, and now they have a daily, or not daily, a weekly meeting where they go down to the cove and drive their motorized boats. So <laughs> I love it. That's just an example of some of the great uh, kind of communities we've seen forming also within Jean Leahy Mall. That's incredible. Now, I gotta ask, are the slow slides still there you know the slides are still there yeah because this is some feedback that we got too as we went into the construction process was um people wanted to see a preservation of history within the space you know omahans love and appreciate how far the city has come but also Mm -hmm. love the opportunity to harken back to the past especially when you have some of these beloved community assets such as the slides so not only did the slides stay but uh they got refurbished a little bit brought into the current century um, and we added some smaller slides for Aww. kiddos who, you know, maybe smaller, yeah. find the bigger slides to be a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, we also added a roller slide in that area and a rolling hill. What's a rolling slide? You know, if you, if you picture like uh, the, the way a traditional slide looks, it has those like little like kind of like, I don't know if you want to describe it as like a ball bearing that's within it. Okay. Um, or like a tube that rolls as you go down it too. So there's several tubes stacked up against oh. each other. Okay. Um, and then you roll down <laughs> it too. And listen, it's, I think it is um, because because it's not quite so steep and you still have the ability to move on it. It's something that younger kids seem to okay. be drawn to. But we see the older kids and, of course, the adults who still like to use those slides that have been there since yeah, the 70s. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Take your life into your hands when it's super hot. <laughs> you know, I know. Ooh. And they've been polished. So, you know, we still see people bring like wax paper and yeah. cardboard down there if they really want to get cooking on those slides. But um, through the refurbishment process and, you know, making sure that they're polished up and ready to go, people still seem to move right down and without issue. I'm so glad that Omaha decided to like redo this and update it because oftentimes in Omaha, we just get rid of things. We just, oh, look at that building. It's from the 1800s. Oh, well. So I'm really loving that we have made this a much better, safer place, open for everyone. And the fact that a million people (laughs) have already visited. So this is really a tourist destination. Yeah. You know, uh, a quick story I'll tell is that as we were um, announcing the grand opening of Jean Leahy Mall, you know, I sent out 
about um, information about the concerts that were coming through and the programming. And I got a call from a woman in North Carolina who'd never been to Omaha before, but had heard about this, uh, wanted to double check that she understood it was true, and then said she was planning her first trip to Omaha. So wow. in its first opening weekend, we had visitors come in from out of town to see what we have going on in Omaha. Well, look at that. So Amazing. we're going to be bringing people here outside of the World Series. Yes. I yeah. love that. And you know, um, of course, the, because when the series came to town and LSU fans were not far behind, uh, yeah. <laughs> they really found um, ways to take and make the space their own, too. We saw the families gathering there, um, having picnics, uh, people from out of town who, of course, you know, a lot of the LSU fans come either way, whether yeah, their team makes right. it or not. Mm-hmm. So they had a really special appreciation for how different the city looked, even in the past year, um, oh, yeah, as course. they came in and, and stuck around, of course, through the championship series. Right. So all these people that have been coming forever yeah. now have this wonderful new park that they can take advantage exactly. of, too. I mean, they're kind of like part-time Omaha residents, sure. you know, because they come every summer yep. and spend yep. time at the series and then go home. But they even, because it's, of course, within walking distance of the ballpark and, yep. and provides this great uh, kind of connecting point between the old market and Nodo, yep. um, suddenly they also found it much easier to get from one part of the city to the other, too. Aha, mm-hmm. there you go. Yep. So great success with this park, but yep. there are two more parks opening next right. month, right? Yes, correct. Okay. You know, when we talk about the riverfront, um, we, you know, say it's about 72 acres total wow. in size. Jean Lake Mall is just 13 of that. Really? So that means that you have another over 50 acres coming back online here in just wow. a few short weeks. Um, and people have already gotten kind of a glimpse of what the riverfront offers with Jean Leahy Mall, mm-hmm. um, those permanent amenities, that activatable space, the programming that comes along with it. Um, so really, you're just going to see more of that when the remaining 59 acres at Heartland of America Park and Lewis and Clark Landing um, reopen to the public uh, on August 18th. Oh, my gosh. So tell us about those. So I still yeah. envision Heartland of America Park like it was with Conagra and the Big Fountain because yep. I haven't been down there in a while. <laughs> and then let's see. Probably at least four years because that's how long construction's been going on. I need to get out more. Um, And then Lewis and Clark, I don't even think I can picture it all. So tell us, what are the new and improved parks going to look like? Yeah, so I'll give you some just to help you get your bearings. If you think about uh, about 8th Street uh, in downtown Omaha, from Uh 8th Street to the river is Heartland of America Park. Right. And previously, that area was also really similar to Gene Leahy Mall, kind of sloping in design. Yeah. Um, Again, a really pretty picture. Uh, You know, the geese, I can tell you, are already back. So the wildlife has (laughs) returned. Good. Uh, But but, but the redesign for Heartland of America Park specifically aimed to change that by putting in a 100,000 square foot event lawn, uh, oh. which, of course, has already been announced to be the 2024 home for Maha. Um, and that whole space was designed with big music festivals in mind. You know, oh, we yeah. have we have the lawn to accommodate it. We put the appropriate infrastructure in place to make sure that it can withstand things like high volumes of people, mm-hmm. uh, but also all the necessary electric and uh, wow. you know the footing that'll work for having multiple stages in one place. So like how many people could fit in this space, the new space? You know, th- it's a good question. Um, we think it's somewhere around 5,000 fit comfortably Whoa. in Jean Leahy Mall. Um, and that event lawn, I think, is about half or I think it's uh, just under 
half the size of what it is at Heartland of America Park. Wow. So so that that event lawn is, you know, substantially smaller than what's still coming in Heartland of America Park. So um, we would be competing with Red Rocks at that size. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, listen. That's exciting. You said it, not me, Cammie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that means we can be open to more acts coming through. Exactly. Oh. You know, especially given that, yeah, there's this great infrastructure in place, but also you think about the view down there because you'll yeah. have the stage backed up to the Missouri River. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you're suddenly watching these shows with the city skyline just right over your shoulder which is a really awesome picture to paint in your head too yeah it is Uh, but so the event lawn is just part of it also in heartland of america park um we're adding the skate ribbon uh that i know you heard a little bit about this week which is we think one of the most exciting amenities within it because um it has the ability to be activated um and active all year long it's it's roller skating and rollerblading in the summer when it's warm um but then with the installation of glycol lines uh uh, we're able to turn it into ice as the weather gets colder and because there's technology within it too um if it gets a little bit above freezing it it still stays ice because we have this uh we have these glycol lines installed within so technology so even warmer days in the fall and winter you'll still be able to enjoy ice skating down at this skate ribbon that is fantastic mm-hmm. so regular roller skating when it's warm yes and then bada bing technology flip the switch wow amazing right oh my there's gosh. also color changing lights with the skate ribbon there's speakers within uh so it's gonna be a party every day at this yeah it ribbon. is yeah. i'm gonna be down there laying on the sidelines <laughs> yeah, and i exactly. broke my hip but yeah. i'll be there <laughs> holding on to the rails for dear life yeah i think it'll be you and me and i think there'll be several of us too that's exciting. Are not too proud. Yeah. But, you know, a- along with that, um, and, you know, please feel free to cut me off because there's so much to talk about uh, with those parks. Um, uh, the Fountain Remains oh, okay. uh, in the lake. Uh, there's also a lakeside amphitheater down there, too, now, which we think will be good for oh my acoustic performances, poetry slams, author talks, um, a more intimate environment that backs right up to the lake there, um, and play elements throughout. There's swings. There's bocce courts. It also oh, went to Heartland of America cool. Park. I mean, you can find something to do uh, all yeah. day long within these spaces, right? too. So wait, let me get this straight. So we have the um, the band shelter at Gene Leahy. Correct. We have an amphitheater. We have the event lawn. That's incredible. You just added three new places for folks that are touring or local to play at. Yeah, exactly. And, and all could be activated um, at the same time, you know, it, depending on the size of the events or the needs of them um the each of these spaces kind of while they live within the riverfront have their own kind of identity too and their own space reserved for them so you could have them activated at the same time or there's by having varying sizes and spaces you give a platform to yeah touring acts smaller acts who are just trying to get in front of a, a you know even a, a, a more micro-sized audience, um, but still having the beautiful backdrop to be yes. able to do so um, and the infrastructure in place to help accommodate those things. That's incredible. As a musician and someone who loves live music, yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh, we are really starting to compete with some of the bigger cities, aren't we? I think so. This and is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we haven't even talked about Lewis and Clark. We is there, is there a, a stage there? <laughs> Well, can't be, they can't all have stages. Right. Uh, well, oh. no. You know, and Lewis and Clark Landing also has some really great activatable space, too. It has a lawn over there that could be used for something like that. Uh, but from our standpoint, really kind of the crown jewel of Lewis and Clark Landing um, is a new destination playground um, oh. that's going in there. It's, you know, 
more than double the size of the park in Jean Lee Hemal, um, which has already become really beloved by visiting kiddos. Sure. Uh, but this, I mean, the climbing structures within Lewis and Clark Landing, there's zip lines, uh, there's water play, um, there's just there's seesaws, there's all sorts of um, great uh, play and learning opportunities for okay. kids uh, to be able to to get in there, be a little adventurous, but do so in a safe environment because sure. all of the, the uh, construction within those areas have been designed for you know you know fall proof yes. uh, footing um, things like that that make sure if a kid is up there and climbing um, that they can do so in the safest environment as possible. Unlike the seventies. <laughs> Right. Uh, so we got to play your own risk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we lived through it. <laughs> yeah. Lots of scars. We're stronger for it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. So that is for the kiddos, really. Correct. Now, with all of these new spaces, I'm just wondering if they're going to be this beautiful, can people rent them out for parties or weddings or anything like that? Yes. And we've already had a couple weddings at Gene really? Lady Mall, um, along with lots of other programming, like I mentioned. But yes, we've had family reunions down there. Oh. We've had weddings. We've had birthday, countless birthday parties already. And yeah, each of these spaces, um, because they're also varying in size, um, are available for rent depending on your group size. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's um, like a little corner at Gene Lady Mall that's just a handful of picnic tables. That's been really popular for smaller gatherings. Okay. Um, people who want to have weddings have used the performance pavilion because they have that great, you yes. know, band shell look uh-huh. um, that takes a really pretty picture too. Um, so by having just different spaces with different accommodations, um, that way we're able to accommodate uh, a variety of community needs as well. That is so exciting. And yeah. also exciting to a nerd like me <laughs> is the fact that 1,500 trees have been planted and yes. over 100,000 different plants rooted, 55 species of shrubs, grasses, and perennials. My my mind is just blowing up yeah. with this. <laughs> and I love that the things that whoever did this, I mean, were really thought out. Like mm-hmm. what really grows in Nebraska? 100%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of times, too, we see new things created and all that stuff ripped out and it just breaks my heart. But the yeah. fact that it came back even better and yes. stronger. Yeah, yeah. Who did you have work with somebody local for that? Yeah, so you know, um, our landscape architects um, is OJB Landscape Architecture oh, okay. out of California, um, and they were the ones who worked with HDR to design uh, ah. everything that you see down there too. But of course, they are landscapers um, and knew the benefit of um, having a focus on. Nebraska native species. Right. And you know, you do, you hit it exactly on the head. You do that for two reasons. One, you know they're going to do well yep. in this environment because yep. they are native to this climate, but mm-hmm. also they take less resources to take care of versus right. a bunch of annuals or things that are not native to this climate that if it's 100 plus degrees, we're having to water them yeah. um, constantly for risk of, of their dying. Right. And it's really important that we're able to have this opportunity to um, preserve the plant life to the best of our ability because when you have things like um, uh, like say something large like a tree dies or yeah. or you have a, an entire area that needs to be redone, that means you're closing off parts of the park uh, to try right. to get them back up and usable. So mm-hmm. if we can have plant that, plants that have the best um, longevity, mm-hmm. then um, the park stays open um, and accessible to folks who are coming down and using it too. And I can only imagine in the next year or two as they all get established, yeah. it's going to be stunning. I mean, I mean, summer, fall, it's going to be, and I have to believe in the winter too. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait. Yeah, That's you know, so exciting. I know you haven't been done to Jean Leahy Mall yet, but even <laughs> the way that some of this plant life has taken off in the past year, because yeah. they were, and and we've also been cognizant, or I should say our landscapers, uh, the folks that we contract, contract with at Lanaha, have been really mindful to put in um, 
well-established plants. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been incredible just to see how much they've grown, even over the past year. Uh, but also at the time of planting with trees, I mean, these are not saplings that we right. put in. You know, these are trees that are already approaching maturity. So that way, um, we have them growing and providing shade sooner than later for people who come down That's and use exciting. the park. Yeah. And cutching on that, but worth it. They, yes, the, they are not for free. No, uh, no, <laughs> not. People never, never in their wildest dreams ever imagine how much a tree costs, but also worth it for a billion different reasons. I know. And then it, for that reason, too. Um, yeah, when you're walking down through the park and need to find uh, some quick shade, the fact that these trees are already nearing maturity makes a big difference. Love it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about accessibility. A lot of our listeners are blind or visually impaired. Yeah. So tell me for folks that are listening right now, is are the parks accessible? Yes. Can they get down there and enjoy it just like everybody else? Absolutely. And we hope that they do too. Yeah. Uh, the riverfront was designed uh, to be fully ADA accessible. Wonderful. Um, and some of those rede- redesigns have include um, the reconfiguring of walkways and pathways within the park. Everything now has a more gradual slope to it. Oh, and all the major amenities can be accessed um, uh, long paths that have been that are hard surface paths. So sometimes that means concrete. Sometimes that means, um, you know, we have like a granite type um, uh, walkway. Some of those walkways that are in decomposed granite is what we call it. Okay. Um, that are in like make, give a more natural environment, but still um, provide a hard surface for. Wheelchairs. Um, yeah, wheelchairs, Strollers, mobility devices. Anything, yeah, anything. mobility devices to be able to navigate through those easily, too. So anybody can come down and enjoy it. Yes. Anywhere in the state, listeners, it <laughs> is worth the drive, right? I'm telling you, yes, and especially given, because Jean Leahy Mall in and of itself is so special right now, too, but there's just going to be even more of that to come um, as we get further into the summer, too. Perfect time for a summer road trip. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. tell us when the big opening party is for the new two, Heartland and Lewis and Clark. Yeah, so August 18th. Okay. It's it's going to be here, like I said, before we know it. Right. Um, and it's hard to believe that this has been now four years of construction, um, four years in the making, wow. uh, that these parks have been gone from their previous existence. Um you know, with some complications along the way, because, of course, each of these spaces used to be something else. Oh, too. right. Did you have to deal with lead cleanup or was that already done by the river? Yeah, that was pretty much mitigated by the time that okay, we good. were starting construction. But also, um, with that being said, there were still covenants in place that we had to adhere to to make sure um, while we were performing construction in that space mm-hmm. um, and the things that were going to go in there that they... Um, left uh, all those materials undisturbed too, which we did with things like, you know, uh, shallower rooted trees, irrigation systems, so those tree roots aren't looking for water so much. Uh Um, So there was a lot of already work in place that we were able to capitalize upon just to make sure that we also respected um, what had been done there previously. Now, I'm just wondering, with these wonderful parks now in place, and we've got construction going up all over, just wondering, what are your thoughts? Do you think we're going to see more, like, apartments and stuff downtown now? Oh, my gosh. I just, like, it feels, and, and I I mean this in the best way, it just doesn't feel quite like Omaha um, in these parks because of what those spaces have been in the past. Right. It feels so different. Um, they're just alive. They're they're buzzing with people. They're buzzing with pollinators that have returned to the yeah. space. Uh, there's butterflies and bees and bunnies. And um, they're also, we think, enjoying it too. Oh, they uh, are. But, you know, the, the development is already spurred around this too. You look at, um, you know, the, the Brickline development that's yep. right there, um, right near the ConAgra campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have already been new hotels that have popped up around it. Um, and so we think just more of that. And certainly um, we hear from people who kind of live um, in that urban core that 
say they love having the new riverfront be their backyard. I can only only imagine, right? Just walk outside and here's this beautiful space for them to enjoy. So now I might have to consider moving downtown too. I've always wanted to, but we'll be happy to have you. This sounds good. (laughs) I gotta ask, can we bring our dogs? Yes, you know. Uh, your four-legged friends are, of course, welcome at okay, the riverfront. Good. There is a dog park in Jean oh, Leahy Mall. What? Yep, that's at that's at Eighth uh, and Douglas Street. I was like, let me get there in my head. Eighth and Douglas Street. There's a dog park for ah. for your littles and your bigs. Okay. Um, and then of course anywhere else in the park, they're invited. To, just got to be on a leash, like any city park. Wonderful, good yeah. deal. So again, everybody can come. Your dogs. Anybody can come down to this. Now, on August 18th, are there going to be certain festivities that we can take part in? And what time do they start? So we're planning. It'll be the morning of August 18th that we're going to have an official ribbon cutting. Um, But then after that, we have a whole host of local program partners who are going to help activate the space. And Ah. these are the same folks that are going to be here all year round, um, helping to make sure that the entirety of the riverfront stays active, stays vibrant. Um, And so there's going to be a bunch of different events happening um, throughout the course of the weekend some of those are still in the works um and we always encourage people to i know we'll talk about the website later but uh we have an online events calendar too oh, good um okay. it's at the riverfront slash events where all of the programming that's planned uh throughout the parks are um can be seen along with descriptions of what's going on okay. um maybe who's the best age range for some of these um and so it's going to be a really great weekend full of activities um made possible by uh, just all of the talented program partners who already exist in Omaha. That is awesome. So that yeah. that's free? That's for free, yes. Okay, are all the events at any of the parks free, or sometimes we're going to have probably ticketed events? Yeah, when you talk about bigger things like Omaha, for example, sure. that's going to be a ticketed event. But the bulk of the events that happen at the riverfront are free. Um, and we do that, again, in, in conjunction with folks at, like, the Durham Museum or the Omaha Public Library or Jocelyn. These are all, or Hot Shops. These have all been, and I'm just naming a few, um, have all been really great partners that um, for the opportunity to come use our space for their constituents are able to provide some of that programming for free. Very good. Yeah. So a lot going on here in the next couple of weeks for you as you run around the city and sharing all this great news. Which is so so fun to talk about. I just, because just seeing again all these like community groups who have developed also within the space we see um you know a group of folks that come out and walk every single morning together um with their caretakers we see uh kiddos who are down using the park and having just the time of their lives and the interactive water feature that exists in Jean Leahy Mall that I didn't even mention among all the things let's in there. hear that about that yes it was 100 degrees so you know right? it's the uh you know the kids are already down um taking advantage of what's called the cascades oh uh, already this afternoon yes so what is it about is it like a water park park or? it's like uh it's a um it's kind of like a splash pad but okay. instead of being flat it has you know kind of falling water it kind of cascades over oh. bubbles and um yeah so it's really the hot destination on days like today too. you know i went up to chicago a couple years ago and they have a big thing like that yeah and we were just wandering and i can't tell you how happy i was to find that and <laughs> well, i was in just... there with the little kids like i don't care <laughs> yeah. my little tiny yeah so i bet that is Scooch a very over. popular yeah, thing exa- with both the kids and adults you know because because of the configuration of it you're able to just kind of sit back and enjoy it um because like i said it's kind of craggy and um yeah you'll see adults just sitting in there watching the kids as they play too but it's hot for them too so yeah, it's hard to in. blame them yeah get in mom and dad why dip not? a toe yes <laughs> so what are the park hours so the park hours are from 5 a.m until 11 p.m okay. daily okay excellent and that's for all three of them all three of them okay perfect so august 18th coming up you want to be downtown heartland of america park lewis and clark landing 
Remind me what time the events start. Yeah, so it'll be after the ribbon cutting on August 18th. We think that will be probably around 10 a.m. or so. That's still to be determined. But um, immediately after we finish um, that kind of program, it's going to go right into um, all the programming that's planned for okay. those spaces. Yeah. Can you share if any big things have been booked for any of these like uh, stage places? You know, there's still more information to come. Okay. Uh, I wish I could give you a sneak peek, but we're finalizing plans um, because we have some stuff we're very excited about. And again, it is just about elevating all those local program partners who are, have already contributed so much to Jean Leahy Mall and will continue to do so um, in this additional 59 acres that are reopening soon. Very exciting. Christina, yeah. I am so happy that you came in today to share all this amazing information. I'm happy to have been here. Yes. I, I got to get down there. I can't believe you have. Again, of a million people, I found one who hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm the weird hermit. I got to get down there. And now that I know that splash pad is there. You just listen. We'll just like reserve you a little space. So right? you can, yeah. And also, I'm going to be the nerd checking out all the trees and stuff and all I the know. bushes because I just love that. Well, and there's our, I mean, there is like live music and Jean Leahy Mall coming up here. Um, like in the next weekends too that I mean like I said you have to check out this events calendar because it's chock full of great stuff um, and again local organizations that such as the Omaha Blue Society they have something coming up very soon um, so there really is different genres different activities different events for people of varying tastes and desires and too. all this goes on until it freezes and we're too cold to, to party down anymore right you know there's still there's still some programming in the park when uh, even when it's cold out you know last year we did uh like a couple holiday markets that we were able to enjoy and invite people to oh, and good. think about the skate ribbon when it gets yes, cold out too you're so right. there's going to be something going on all year long Oh, Christina, that's awesome. One yeah. more time on your website, please. Yes, it's theriverfrontomaha.com. Specifically, if you want to see that calendar, it's theriverfrontomaha.com slash events. Awesome. Well, Christina Engdahl, Communication Director for Mecca, thank you so much for coming thank in. For and listeners, me. get down there. You want to see these brand new parks? You'll have to beat Cammy down there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you for listening to RTBS and Community Conversations. And thank you both so much. Um, I will also chastise you, Cammy, for um, <laughs> thank you. not having yes. been down there yet. Oh, <laughs> um, I've been like twice or three times, and I will tell you that for my shape or size, I definitely still need cardboard on those slides. <laughs> I'll meet you down there. Yeah. Uh, race. We, yeah, a friend of mine and I tried to race down them, and we both stalled out after the second little bump, <laughs> and then like looked like it. awkwardly, like we were trying to swim yeah. out of the bottom of it. So listen, you know, sometimes if you just have a specific speed in mind, that cardboard and wax paper can get you there. So you know, we bless that too. Sure. I'll meet you there, girl. Yeah. We'll yeah. do it. It'll I be a race. That's, yeah. that's going to be a good race. Yes. Thank you for coming in, Christina. Thanks. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.